So my mom would tell you that she always knew that I was going to be a scientist. And it just took me a little bit longer to figure it out myself. Um, uh huh. So my mom is also a scientist and ah, okay. growing up. Um, so when parents make pancakes for kids growing up, I always got um, water molecule pancakes instead of Mickey Mouse pancakes. So okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's always been a thing for that. I have uh my family has always known that I was going to be a scientist. Gotcha. Um, this is the ORISE Feature Cast, a special edition of Further Together, the ORAU podcast. Join Michael Holtz for conversations with ORISE experts on STEM workforce development, scientific and technical reviews, and the evaluation of radiation exposure and environmental contamination. You'll also hear from ORISE research program participants and their mentors as they talk about their experiences and how they are helping shape the future of science. Welcome to the O-Rise Feature Cast. Welcome to another edition of the O-Rise Feature Cast. We are in the run-up to celebrating National Postdoc Appreciation Week. So this week and next week, we will be dropping extra episodes of the Feature Cast featuring members of the O-Rise and ORAU teams who have had postdoc experiences. Today, we're talking to Rachel Kringer, who has had a postdoc experience, and we had a great conversation not too long ago about that experience and how it shaped her career. So I hope you'll enjoy this conversation. It's September, and we are celebrating National Postdoc Week, and I have one of my fabulous colleagues from ORISE with me today, and we are talking about her postdoc experience. Rachel Krieger, welcome to the Cast. Thank you. So tell me, Rachel, what are you doing for ORISE now? I am currently a section manager with ORISE. Um, as a section manager, that means that I am a working project manager and that I manage people. So I specifically manage people that uh, oversee our research participation programs with the FDA. Uh, so research oh. participation programs are where students and recent graduates get to be um, interns or fellows at different federal government facilities, specifically the FDA for me and my group. Um, so that is my main job. And then one of my ancillary things is that I am one of the core members of our ARISE participant experience team, uh, which is the group that puts together uh, events for students and postdocs. So specifically, I help develop experiences, professional development experiences for postdocs. Very cool. Um, Bo, who is our producer in all things <laughs> videography extraordinaire, and I got the opportunity to visit with some FDA participants a couple of years ago down in Athens, Georgia, and had a blast 
learning about all of the things they're doing around chickens and eggs. And, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they probably know the answer to which came first, but we didn't yep. know this. So. <laughs> right. And unfortunately, I have only been with the FDA since last June. So I haven't got to meet anybody. Gotcha. <laughs> Even my own well, team. <laughs> Well, we had a great time, so I hope you get the opportunity to go down and meet some of the folks. Um, We did some interviews and videos with several of the participants down there. Um, It's just fascinating by some of the work that they do. I mean, Mm -hmm. one of the things I I learned, um, we learned, was how important um, the moisture level in peanuts is to whether or not they are ready to be shipped and transported and yeah really high moisture do you need high moisture or low moisture low moisture high moisture is take them back to yeah send them back to dry out and low moisture is good um one of the participants actually um just to digress was (laughs) building a contraption um to enable enable farmers to test the moisture level before they left the farm. Because typically what happens is you load up a truck, you take it to the scale. And if it's too, if the moisture level is too high, they send the truck back. And so this way you could test the moisture level before it even left the farm and mm-hmm. save money. So mm-hmm. very cool, very that cool very kind cool. of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you have no, you know, unless you go there, you have no, mm-hmm. no idea that this kind of research is going on and how important it is, mm-hmm. not just to farmers, but like to our pocketbook and to the economy. Yep, yep absolutely. That. So That's they're very doing cool. the FDA folks are doing amazing work. They really are. So. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, so you said you were new to the kind of the FDA team. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Before that, well, I guess let me go all the way back in time, Rachel. To mm-hmm. how did you get interested in science in the first place? <clears throat> um, it's a great question. So my mom would tell you that she always knew that I was going to be a scientist, and it just took me a little bit longer to figure it out myself. Oh, really? Um, uh-huh. So my mom is also a scientist and ah, okay. growing up. Um, so when parents make pancakes for kids growing up, I always got um, water molecule pancakes instead of Mickey Mouse pancakes. So okay. <laughs> um, it's always been a thing for that. I have uh my family has always known that I was going to be a scientist. Gotcha. Um, so, you, so you turn just turn the thing upside down. So uh-huh. it yeah, looks yeah, like yeah, a water yeah. molecule. I love yep, it. It looks okay. like a water molecule then. And, <laughs> um, so that, and then also um, when you mix two liquids together, I always loved watching the actual you know, the molecules mixing together and seeing the different viscosities and things like that as the mixtures or as the liquids mix together. And so I think that I just always knew that I was supposed to be a scientist. Um, I really like thinking about the way that things work and the way that things come together uh, from a very small microscopic point of view. Very cool. Mm -hmm. So how was, so your mom always knew Mm-hmm. <laughs> when did that sort of spark for like I guess when did you start 
like really pursue it? So mm-hmm. what is your So I followed a non-traditional academic path for most people that uh, have PhDs. So I went to a very, very small high school in the middle of North Carolina. And when I graduated from high school, I went straight to college, but I wasn't ready to go to college. Um, And I failed miserably my first semester. I think my first semester GPA was like a 0.5 or something ridiculous. Um, I stayed long enough to bring my GPA up to be able to go back to school and I left school. Um, And I did AmeriCorps, which is like the Peace Corps in America. And I worked for a nonprofit that um, oversaw the middle school after school programs in Orange County, North Carolina, which is where UNC Chapel Hill is. And so that is where I first discovered my love of education and knowing that education is really the thing that helps change your life. Um, And that the education doesn't have to be even a formal education. It can be trade school or anything like that, but that um, education is very important. And so I did AmeriCorps for two years and knew that I had to pursue my own education. And so I went back to school. um, And that is when I really started pursuing science as a career. Um, so I went back to undergrad and I got my bachelor's degree in chemistry at that point in time. Okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you, so you said you have a PhD, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I went straight from undergrad to my PhD. I got a PhD from UNC, University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill in biochemistry So like I was saying, I really like looking at things from a a molecular point of view. So I am what is I call an old school protein biochemist. So I look at the relationship between the structure and the function of a protein and an enzyme. And so making mutations to the protein and seeing how that affects the enzyme kinetic. Gotcha. Okay. And so in that process, because Mm -hmm. it is, we are celebrating National Postdoc Week, Mm -hmm. you had a postdoc experience. Mm -hmm. Um, Was it an ORISE postdoc experience or was it? It was not. Nope. Yep. So I, when I was graduating from with my, or when I was finishing my PhD, um, I went back to school around the time that the economy bubble was bursting in the late aughts. And so I knew to be competitive in the job market that I needed a postdoc. And so I did um, my postdoc at Duke University. And the two main things that I wanted to learn while there uh, were how to mentor people and how to program. So I joined a computational biology lab to learn how to program. And I joined a small lab where I knew that I would be able to mentor grad students in the lab. Gotcha. So mm-hmm. and how long was that experience? A two-year. I did a two-year two postdoc. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. Um, and now you're doing that. I, I'm sure there were, were things in between, but mm-hmm. now you're kind of doing that. I mean, you're, mm-hmm. you're mentoring other postdocs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Ish. Oh, you're, Ish. Me, so you're so you're mentoring <laughs> research participants. Yeah. Um, well, than... so uh, through the FDA, unfortunately, we just do administrative work. So I don't okay. do a lot of gotcha. mentoring of postdocs, but I do get to help develop opportunities for postdocs uh, to okay. be able to learn professional development skills. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so how has your how did your postdoc experience, first of all, lead you to ORAS, if it did, whether directly or indirectly? And then how are you using what you learned today? Mm -hmm. So I would say my first job after my postdoc is what actually led me to ORAS. So okay. um, if you want me to talk about that. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> if you can, if you want to. <laughs> Absolutely. So after my postdoc, I just applied to all of the things and accepted okay. the first job that I was offered. <laughs> and it was at a small Department of Defense lab. So okay. I worked down outside of Atlanta at the Defense Forensic Science Center, where I um, was a computational biologist and ran their um, educational outreach program. So doing what our program coordinators do for ORISE, but for other programs. Um, okay. And from there, I learned that I really, really, really love getting to help students, especially undergrads and graduate students, um, find career paths within the government because working for the government is such a big rewarding career path that you can take. Right. Um, but the things that I learned in my postdoc specifically that I use now are definitely uh, my project management skills, learning how to balance a bunch of different things um, all at the same time. So managing very diverse schedules um, in my career. And then also gotcha. my mentoring uh, my mentoring skills do come in handy as a people manager so sure. um, being able to lead my team well in a very mindful and positive way I think gotcha when you were in the Atlanta area did you learn mm -hmm. about Elrise while you were were you while you were leading the program for the defense department because I'm yep. I'm yep. thinking, <laughs> mm -hmm. I know we have people there. So, yep. Yep. Um, so we've actually started, so I learned about ORISE uh, because uh, one of my fellow research scientists did an ORISE postdoc opportunity at the FBI. Gotcha. And so I learned about ORISE from him. Uh, we did not have a program at this lab when I first started there, but since I have come to ORISE, I helped stand up a program at DFC, uh, at the Defense Forensic Science Center um, after I've left. So now they do have an ORISE program since right. I have left, uh, gotcha. but I learned about it through them. And then my family is from Maryville, so from the Oak Ridge okay. area. So I knew about ORISE a little <laughs> bit from that, but was really excited to get to come back here and be close to my family. Very cool, very, very cool. Um, if there were one or two things that you could say that you love about your job, what mm -hmm. would what would you say? Um, I would say that I love getting to advance um, 
science within the federal government. It's such a very important mission for our country and just for science in general. And then I really, really like getting to develop the professional development opportunities for for students and postdocs. I really like getting to help one-on-one more than just from a global perspective. So when you talk about, talk a little bit more about that, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, When you develop those opportunities, what kinds of opportunities are you creating for Mm -hmm. postdocs and other participants? So this is the first year that we've set up the participant experience team. And so we are just at the ground level, starting really simple. So this year we did a summer networking series where we had talks on setting up a LinkedIn profile, how to make short little talks called Ignite Talks. And then I gave a talk on how to develop a network with your peers. And then we let participants um, chat one-on-one with each other to be able to start to build their own peer networks. And then this month, which is why we're having this podcast, (laughs) um, is National Postdoc Appreciation Week. And so this year we are doing three things. We're having Dr. Ken Tobin give a talk on intellectual property. We're having um, me give the peer networking talk again. And then we're having a career panel of people that are early scientists in some of our sponsoring federal agencies come and talk about taking that first step into your career after a postdoc. That sounds awesome. That sounds like a great week. Yeah, um, it's going to be a great week. That you have planned. So Mm -hmm. very cool. It sounds like you're doing amazing things, Rachel. Uh Well, (laughs) thank you so much for spending a few minutes talking about um, your experience, your postdoc experience, what's going on with Postdoc Appreciation Week and everything else. I really greatly appreciate the time. Of course. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the O-Rise Featurecast. To learn more about the Oak Ridge Institute for Science and Education, visit orise.orau.gov or find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at O-Rise Connect.